Callie Wigan likes him, and so should you. Adam, I think I think having millennials on the radio is awesome. I don't hate you. God. Adam Crowley. My dogs listen to you when I walk <laughs> out the door. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Pikachu? Those of you who have followed the show for a long time know that I have anxiety. You know that I am afraid of needles. I'm afraid of planes. I feel like I'm about to get on an overseas flight right now. I'm nervous. Terrified. You really are, man. For those I've ever seen you. Yeah, I'm scared. Uh, And for those of you out there who don't know what's going on, two months ago, I made a bet. Dan, actually, maybe walk up to the microphone here, because it would be funny to hear what you have to say about this. Two months ago, I made a bet that I would have a six-pack. And if I didn't, I'd have to get my belly button pierced. Dan, how close did I come? Uh, not too close. Not too close! <laughs> not even. And I'm getting a Pikachu on my belly. I think it's gotten worse since the uh, Do you? Since the end, yeah. Oh, no. No, it's all right. I mean, you, you, still, you look good, man. Oh, no. You're trying to make it feel good. Well, my wife thinks I look good, but whenever I walk home today... And take off my shirt. She's going to see Pikachu dangling from my navel. She can't wait, I bet. <laughs> All right, enough talk. Let's do this, bitch. Uh, do I take? Do I just lift the shirt up or take the shirt off? Okay. Slide over this way. I mean, I don't know. I'd say get, get as close. Let's see this happen. Let's see this happen. Okay. Okay. Well, no, because then he'll... You can stand right there, Katie. It's fine. Sorry. Brian's supposed to be talking everyone through this. Oh, it's all right. Okay, yeah. so Crowley is in a full lean Son position. We're applying the clamps right now. Clamps going on. How's, wa- it, how's the clamp feel? It doesn't hurt. Is it done? Did you do it? Looks like you got a hold of a good bit of skin there. Okay. It's like an inch. You can definitely pinch an inch. Do you tell me when it's inch. happening, or do you just... Okay. Uh, here it goes. Here it goes. Oh, boy. Needle's about to go in. Oh, boy. Ouch. Ah, that hurt. Ah. Oh, there. Here shoot. It goes. I want to say profanities. Oh, oh damn. that's in there. Oh, damn. I can't oh, look at it. There. I can't look at it. That is in there. I can't look at it. There is metal sticking through uh, your skin. It doesn't hurt that bad. The Pikachu is now in. The yeah. Pikachu. No, that's not bad at all. In fact, I would recommend it. Dan, if I could compliment you. tattoo. By the way, Dan. Go get it done. Dan came up with this this uh, jewelry on his own. He brought it in. This is what he chose. Excellent choice, Excellent man. choice. Excellent. Excellent choice. That did not hurt more than the shot does. You did a really good job. Yeah. I got to stand up and flaunt this, oh, baby. Oh, my goodness, man. That is sparkly. You are blinging oh, in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah! So can I just can I do everything that I can normally do? I can work out and stuff. Obviously, I'm not working out enough. But with the dangly thing, should he be worried about sleeping? Stuff like that? No. My dog's gonna attack it. Yeah. The cat. That is one shiny thing right there, man. My goodness. Do one of these for the rest of the show. I think that's Dan from Southside Tattoo. Did a really good job. Oh, dude, that's got like some bling on top, then it comes down through in the hole of the belly button. There's more bling, and then hanging from that. Oh, my God. Is Pikachu? The things we do for this stupid radio show. Wow. That's better than, that is better than I ever, ever imagined. You look so damn good right now. I'm hot.
You don't need a six pack with that kind of thing hanging. Oh from hell you. no! No, this this the averts. Jewelry, everyone, I mean. this, yeah, right. This averts everyone's eyes to the point where they don't have to notice that I don't have a six pack. In fact, it looks like a six pack now with that thing. My God, man! I might come over and kiss you. You want to? No. Said I might. Oh, is that the need? Oh God. Oh. You didn't bleed. You didn't faint. I didn't even bleed. You should be proud of yourself. I'm proud. Am I the toughest person you ever pierced? You did great. Yeah! That was a no, <laughs> by the way. That's a no. Yeah, you, this guy. Dan, wow. Southside Tattoo is awesome. Very awesome. Now what? Do how I much, give hot takes on the Super Bowl now? No, what do I do? I don't how know. much could I offer you to rip it right out? <laughs> to rip it out? No, I'm just kidding. I would never hurt you like that. Ever. That is a beautiful thing, man. Honestly, I, I think... I want to go get a tan... With the Pikachu sitting there, and then there'd just be a, a tan of the Pikachu. Dude, I, 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 we're talking for leaving that a couple weeks there, but honestly, I think you ought to think about going just for the rest Straight of your life. Straight through the summer. Yeah. The rest of your life. Well, what Post if I get season? pregnant? Oh, yeah, I don't know how that works, but you probably might have to take it out. Probably have to take it out at that point. That is so cute, man. So now what? Do we clean it or? It's all done. Yeah. Is there anything I'm supposed to clean it with? Yeah, just take care of it. Just take care of it. Antibacterial soap twice a day. What do I feed the Pikachu? Uh I'm terrified of this thing like getting caught on something now and just ripping out my innards. So, Katie, you said that Adam is a seven in the past. Does this make him at least an eight or nine? I'm a nine. We're going up to a nine. We're a nine. He's a nine now. I'm a nine. I'm still seven. And if I had the six pack and the Pikachu, double double digits, like past ten, I think. Wow, man. Well done, (sighs) dude. I'm proud of you. Really good stuff, Dan. That was awesome. Appreciate it. It hurts now. Now it hurts. Dan, how can you? The adrenaline's gone! I'm going to bleed out. I'm not bleeding at all, I don't think. No, you're not at all. Dan, so thank you for this very much. And again, excellent, excellent choice on the on the jewelry there. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, we're located on South, uh, East Carson Street between 22nd and 23rd. It's right across from the Birmingham Bridge. Uh, our phone number is 412-381-5401. You can always call. You don't need an appointment for a piercing. You can walk in any day. We always have a piercer there. And if there's ever a testament to those people out there who kind of feel like, eh, I don't know if I can deal with the pain, Adam Crowley just dealt with the pain. So if he can if do I it. If I could do it, you dude, could do it. You don't even need to think twice about it. I might send Leanne in for one of these. Oh. Get her a nice Blastoise or a, a matching, Charizard. A matching Pikachu? Yeah. You guys could have matching Pikachus. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. Wow. Dude. I don't know. You I actually I, did it. <laughs> I know. I follow through, Braden, you son of a bitch. I don't have anything else to add. Should I start giving Super Bowl takes now? Should we transition back to regular show? Um, I, I'm just enthralled right now staring at this thing. I got nothing for the show other than, my God, you did it. And don't ever think for a second that this show doesn't pay off on their word. That is a payoff that I guarantee you that no other show in this damn city would ever even consider they might argue that's a good thing they might joke and say ah that'd be funny they'd never go through with it the knuckleheads on this show will go through stuff like this (laughs) we're a bunch of weirdos on this show we are now what can i get you to do i gotta mess up first i know or we can make the bet about me drinking alcohol and if i don't drink alcohol until march 1st you have to do something what would that be get a tattoo we can't go that far can we a tattoo of your choosing? Have you ever gotten a tattoo? No. Oh. Not. Hmm. How old are you? Uh, 43. What if we get blood clot tattooed on your ass? <laughs> or on your lung? Yeah, like right on your ribcage. Yeah, blood clot blood right clot there. <laughs> or, or better yet, 
Just a circle where they think it is. <laughs> or where you would think it is. I think it moves. I might have to have a few others. Okay. Well, hopefully not up around the brain. Yeah. We can talk about this. I'm a, it's, it might be a thing. Okay. We'll, fi- we'll figure something out. In fact, we'll take suggestions at 412-922-2874. What should Brian do if I follow through and don't drink alcohol until the 1st of March? Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Let us know what you thought of... All that nonsense. And you got Pikachu hanging from your belly. Go to the Facebook page, ESPN PGH. ESPN Radio Pittsburgh, pardon me, is the Facebook page. ESPN Radio PGH is the Twitter account. I'm very self-conscious right now. <laughs> Why? Good point. I mean, you got you got your shirt tied in a knot, belly exposed, flannel on. You got the Pikachu dad. I need a there. beer is what I need, but I can't have one. It's like you got jewels above your jewels. There's just it's, mm. all, it's all about the jewel down there. What's the weirdest thing you've ever had to pierce? Toe. Toe? You pierced a toe? Toe. You pierced what toe? Uh, all of them, really. You've pierced every toe? It was a big thing for a while. What's the most painful thing to do? Is it the... Cartilage is kind of rough, healing-wise. No piercing really hurts that bad to get. It's more afterwards. Mm -hmm. Cartilage uh, slows regrowing cell in your body. It takes a while to heal that. Plus, you bump it around a lot. It takes a lot of abuse because it's at the top of your ear, usually, so... Yeah. yeah, probably as bad as it gets. We should go for that and one next. We thought there'd be a lot more pain, honestly. Got this one from Chaz Brown, <laughs> an email forwarded to us from JD, our program director. It oh, says, I have tried to give Adam Crowley a chance despite his obnoxious personality and complete lack of sports knowledge, but today, after a great Super Bowl, when I turned to 970 to hear him criticizing Peterson for spelling his name with a D instead of a T, well, I'm done. He's like Mark Madden, except he has no sports knowledge and isn't funny. I think I'm funny. And I know what the hell I'm talking about. We just don't do it like anybody else in this town. And you're not used to people dressing it up the way that we dress it up. I'm not interested in sitting here for three hours every day and breaking down the X's and O's of a Super Bowl. I'm not. We talked about the Super Bowl for two effing hours with a number of different guests. We mixed in some Penguins talk. This is who we are. If you don't like it, F off. That's the reality. We're going to continue doing stuff like this because we're fun, we're different, and if it doesn't work in this market, it'll work somewhere where they get it. What was that guy's name? Chaz. <laughs> Can you ever take a guy seriously if <laughs> yeah, the name is Chaz? Yeah, absolutely. That's like Blaine calling you out, you know? Yeah. I'm Blaine. No, that's awful. You know what? Block him. He's blocked. He can't listen to the show. We don't want him. Yeah, we don't want him. Yeah. Go across the street and talk about Tapo and Tom Brady's hand. If and, he's... And talk about how... how uh, the execution of Bill Belichick uh, it means that Tomlin should be fired. And, and that Every Tomlin national sports show means... in the country is talking about the Super Bowl right now. Every single one. That's yeah. the way it is. And we talked about the Super Bowl for the entire show, save for 15 minutes. Dude, this is the Super Bowl right here, this show. It's the we Super Bowl, the show, Chaz. You know what, Chaz? If you're still out there, if you're still listening, 412-922-2874. Or if you're on Chaz's side of things, and you're disappointed in the quality of this program... I'd be happy to discuss it with you on the radio. Chaz, if you go to Facebook Live at the ESPN Facebook page, ESPN Pittsburgh Facebook page right now, you'll see why this is so awesome. You'll be a believer. You just tune in. Oh, I don't want to convert this guy, though. Eh, his name is Chaz. Dave tweets, have you ever gotten a tattoo? No. <sighs> and I'm not going to bet on the show to get one either. Because I'd have to follow through. You would have to. I've always wanted a, I've always wanted a sleeve because I think they look badass, but I'm not the kind of guy who could pull off a sleeve. Let's be real here. 
Yeah, the sleeve and that bag <laughs> and the dangling Pikachu. Coming up next, <laughs> why the Eagles' four-three defense gave Tom Brady fits. It's the Crowley Show. Thanks to Dan at Southside Tattoo. If you go to Southside Tattoo and you mention the Crowley Show, you get $10 off your next belly button piercing. Or I suppose your first belly button piercing. Can you really do more than one? I suppose you can. I think you can go to town. You can, you can double deck. Double yeah. decker that song, bitch. Triple, quadruple. I think people go all over the place on those things. I think we could put them halfway up your chest. FYI, we talk Super Bowl here, but the Crowley Show is all about not being conventional sports radio. So if you don't like it, see ya. If you do, then we're happy to have you. And the ratings are up three hundred percent, and the online numbers are looking really good. And I'm getting compliments left and right. So you know that's foolproof. We're going to keep doing the show the way that we're doing the show. I like Thank how, you very see, much. See, that's a lot of what happens in, in this area, is a lot of people are trained to be, well, frankly, they're trained to be entertained by boring, and they think that's what's entertaining. But this is coming from a different angle. Look, we do sports. You you do some of the best hockey talk yeah. in the state, the best Steelers talk in the state. You've got access to the Steelers. And when people honestly say that you don't know anything about sports, I laugh because they're morons. They're idiots. People like Chaz can kiss it because they don't know crap. Yeah. Jackass. Chaz. 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 That's a dorky name, man. Dude, that's like that's the guy most likely to haze at a frat. Chaz. He's probably waiting for us outside. Yeah, Chaz is outside with like, you know, he's ready to like do some kind of crazy thing with like his frat and like hang a brick off a building with a short rope or, you know, something like that. Like that's that guy. That's the guy that gives the extra hard whip with the paddle. You know? Zach tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. I'm driving for Uber tonight and have to explain the nonsense they hear to two passengers. Yeah, you should get a big tip then, Zach. Yeah. I'd tip you, pal. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Chaz is the James Harrison of people who listen to the show. Uh, in that, you're gonna lose with or without. Wait a second. Wait, that's not what I meant. Huh? We're gonna succeed. Yeah, Crowley show is gonna succeed. James Harrison was awful yesterday. Awful. James Harrison recorded one solo tackle. Had only two quarterback pressures, and he got run the bleep over. Dale Lawley was on earlier on in the show, and Dale said that they were running at him all night long, and that's evident on the TV copy, but my God, if you're there and you're looking for it, which Dale was because he was watching James on every play, then you're really starting to see some of the nuances of the game. But the best part of this is that James thought he was going to leave here, and he thought he was going to get the easy way. He didn't earn his spot to play above Bud Dupree. He didn't earn his spot to play above T.J. Watt. He didn't earn his opportunity to play for the Steelers team. He wasn't better than them. We just saw in the Super Bowl he can't freaking play anymore. So he's going to fall asleep in meetings. He's going to try to force his way out of town. And you know what? Good for him that it worked. Okay, great. Good for you, James. It all worked. 
You're the best, man. Good for you. You got to get out of here, and you got to go to New England where you thought you could win a championship. But guess what? Your legacy got ruined here. It did. And now you didn't get a ring to show for it. You weren't going to win a ring either way. And now you don't win a ring. And your legacy is tarnished. I wonder if he'd go back and decide not to do it. Or if it was all just about playing. Was it about playing or about winning for James Harrison? Obviously, he got to play in New England. He still didn't win. But did he go there because he wanted to hoist the Lombardi? Or did he go there because he wanted a chance to play? Dale says he's going to play next season. He was talking to him. That's if somebody gives him a shot. If they pop in that Super Bowl tape, who's going to give that guy a shot? Again, for as good as that guy sets the edge, they gave up 171 rushing yards. They ran end arounds to his side of the field. They ran the ball down his throat. I don't like how reactionary we all are in the media. How whatever just happened, we become a prisoner of the moment to it. And there's a lot of people today talking about whether the Patriots are done or not. Are the Patriots done? Are they ever going to win a championship again? Is Tom Brady done? What about Belichick? Oh, now Rob Gronkowski's going to retire. Oh, both coordinators are gone. Yeah, great job by the coordinator yesterday who's gone to Detroit, Matt Patricia. I'm not going to have that conversation. Because if Brady's still around, and he will be, they got a shot. But the conversation I am 100% willing to have is this. James Harrison can't play anymore. And if anybody brings him back next year, it's ridiculous on their part. 412-922-2874. far as I'm concerned, he got what he deserved. Now, you know that I was rooting for Philadelphia. Or pardon me, I was rooting for New England because I didn't want to see Philadelphia hoist a championship. Football's our thing on this side of the state. They don't get to have it on their side of the state. Now they get to lay claim to it a little bit. But there is a part of me, a big part in fact, that feels really damn good about James Harrison not getting a championship. And I've said this a couple of times on the show. James Harrison doesn't like participation trophies. Had they won, had Tom Brady completed that Hail Mary, you know they would have gotten the two-point conversion. And then they would have won the coin toss. And then they would have won the game. It would have been a participation trophy for James Harrison. And he wouldn't have thought of it that way, but that's exactly what it would have been. Because he was along for the damn ride, and he didn't do anything to help the team. Well, Adam, what about what he did in Jacksonville? He had a sack. Okay, Jacksonville pooped down their legs. That's why Jacksonville lost the game. Not because James Harrison had one measly sack. And in this game... James Harrison did nothing. I want to talk directly to James because I'm a real tough guy and I could beat James's ass. I'm the guy, five foot eight, one fifty five, with a Pikachu navel ring. I'm coming for you, James. I'm gonna get you, baby. He stunk in this game, and anybody who was saying that the Steelers handled it poorly because James Harrison could still play, watch the effing tape. Because he can't. And I told you he couldn't when he was cut. I told you this was not going to come back to bite the Steelers. And it didn't. But everyone's all pissed off because I picked the wrong team to win the Super Bowl. And Chaz doesn't think I know what I'm talking about. Even though I told you James Harrison sucked. The guy can't run anymore. He's out there in coverage in the flat. And Chris Collinsworth was bending over backwards to find a way to act like James Harrison was doing anything. My God, 
I think Collinsworth had a bad night, too. Now, part of that's the NFL's fault. Because the rules are stupid. But twice Collinsworth was like, that's a catch. No, I'm just kidding. And then afterwards, they got it right. What? What? And the Nick Foles play? The whole time leading up to it, he's saying, bad idea, bad idea, bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Yeah, like that would have been good. You go up by six points as opposed to going up a touchdown and a field goal, you idiot. But he's saying, kick it, 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 kick it. And then after they score the touchdown, with one of the gutsiest, ballsiest calls in Super Bowl history, he was effusive in his praise. Oh, my God, the guts it took to do that. That was great of them to do that. That was such a smart play call. Come on, Collinsworth. And the worst one was the Ertz, where he was saying it's not a catch. And it seemed like somewhere along the way, someone said in Chris Collinsworth's ear, he took steps. He became a runner. It was almost as though Collinsworth didn't know the rules. And that's not so much on him as it is the NFL, but it was still embarrassing for a hundred freaking million people to see. And I like Collinsworth. I think he's one of the best in the business. And Al Michaels is a national treasure. But they did not have a good night last night. Better night than Harrison, though. There was one moment when Collinsworth literally gave up on the air. He did. It's like, I give up. Like, literally. You know something's broken when the broadcasters pushing the product can't keep it to themselves that they're frustrated with how things are going. Those guys are paid to tow the shield, to protect the shield, to keep things straight. I know the networks pay them and stuff like that, but there's a symbiotic relationship there. You know, the NFL's happy, the network's happy, everybody works together there. That's a weird thing for a broadcaster to go to that point where he's just so frustrated with how the game's going and how the catch rule has been applied this year. It's very telling about the league. It is, and that is the way it needed to end. Actually, the only way it would have been better is if it was almost the exact play as Jesse James. If he had caught it, gone to a knee extended, and the ball comes out. And then you make Al Riveron have to do the same thing, reverse it. The Eagles wind up losing because the Patriots come down the field and kick a field goal to win the game instead. And the whole world would be talking about it. They should still talk about the fact that twice in this game, we didn't know what the result was going to be. As much as I knew that that was a catch, and then... Ertz turning into a runner before he crossed the goal line. I didn't know Al Riveron knew that. I didn't know he was going to make the right call. Just like earlier in the game, I didn't know they were going to make the right call on that touchdown catch. I did not know they were going to make the right call on the Corey Clement catch. To me, it was not a catch, according to the rules. So they didn't make the right call. He had the ball. He catches it. He brings it in. Two feet in. Oh, great. But it's not done then, because he has to maintain it through the play. The ball then slides down his 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 lung. I was looking for a better word there, didn't get one. <laughs> he then pinned it, one of his feet touched out of bounds. That should have been overturned. They did not get that right. But I will take solace in this. The fact that they didn't get it right, and it hurt the Patriots. You see, the Patriots had a pretty good formula all season long. You knew who they were. They play bad defense. The quarterback would throw for a bunch of yards. The tight end would play well. 
They'd make a few mistakes, but not a lot. And then the referees would help bail them out. Tom Brady and the referees became the erasers. I talk about this all the time. Brady is an eraser. You don't have to be perfect because that guy can't bail you out. The referees had done that all season for New England, and it was an accident. There was no overarching conspiracy. If there was, they would have continued it in the Super Bowl, right? So there wasn't. But the referees bailed them out all season long. And in this game, when they needed it most, Patriots didn't get that call. And then the right call was made on the Ertz touchdown that in previous games might have gone the other way just because, hey, Al Riveron's flipping a damn coin. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I hope everyone does know the difference by now between the Ertz play and the Jesse James play. Ertz clearly had become a runner. He caught the ball, took three steps before lunging for the goal line. That's a touchdown. Jesse James caught the ball, fell to his knee, which does not make you a runner. When you fall to your knee, you have to maintain control of the football until your body goes all the way to the ground. Your knee hitting the ground isn't your body going all the way to the ground. Your whole body has to hit. When it did, the ball comes out. He was not a runner by that definition. Ertz was. The rules suck, but that was the right call. I don't want to hear sour grapes from Steelers fans today. 412-922-2874. Alex tweets, bro, I give you credit. I really do. It's also nice to know someone has a hairy stomach like me. (laughs) Jesse Marshall, our buddy from The Athletic, tweets, my God, it happened. Unreal. And our man, Braden, the guy who's been keeping our feet to the flame in the year of excellence. The guy who's been keeping us accountable through blood clots and hospital visits and flaky piercers. He says, I don't think I can ever give you hell about not following through again. Well done. And Brian should get his nipple pierced if he loses a bet. It's the only logical way to go. Thanks for being a kick-ass show. I'd go there. You would do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you willing to do that if I don't drink alcohol for a month? Yeah, I am. Oh! Yes! I'll go there. I don't think it's going to happen. That's why I'll go there. I mean, I think I can lay the claim that uh, I'm that I would do it, but I honestly, how long are we talking here? Let's just nail this down. March first is the day that I would have March first. Yes, because Lane and I started last Tuesday with with the diet, and in the diet, there's no alcohol. Yeah, Brian's gonna get his nipple pierced if I drink alcohol, and he, if I don't drink alcohol for this month. Like, I, I need some sort of, like... Leanna could be... Leanna would tell you. Yeah, I think your wife's a very honest yeah. person. I do. Yeah. I, I think she could. As long as I could check in once in a while with her, just yeah. to make sure things are going well. On the weekend, give her a call. Maybe stop by, like, without no, announcing. That's, that's fine. Like, looking around, maybe I'll use... Breathalyze I'll, me. I'll use your buddy, Zach, who's been in on Friend Friday a lot. Yes. I'll, I'll tap My buddy, Josh, lives a block down the house. See, because here's what I'm worried about, Crowley, that... Like yeah, I think I you flask can eat during, somewhere. Yeah, I think you can eat during the week. No, I, I think you can eat during the week, and I think like you can eat well, and you and your wife keep each other accountable. But there's that moment that your friends are like, "What are you doing Thursdays? You go out with your friends? Like, there's a game on West Virginia. Years are on, big game. That's by the way what wound up, what what wound what got me piercing myself, getting pierced. That was good English on my part. Yeah, college basketball season. Yes, because I just started drinking every night when the Mountaineers were getting their butts whooped. And see, it's not a good time to be an ears fan and not drink. <laughs> I will say this. If I could make it through the Super Bowl without eating all that crap and drinking all that crap, I think I'm home free. Although I do have a week off at the end of the month. 
Well, I'm going to be sober for a week. What the hell's that about? Why would I want to take a week off at the end of the month and not drink it all? What an idiot. Okay, so you get your nipple pierced if you drink then. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm in. But I will say that... <laughs> Careful. <laughs> that Leanna now has an incentive to lie. She doesn't want my nipple to get pierced. Well, see, I'm just trusting on on her honesty as a human being. She wouldn't lie to you. I don't think she would. I, I really also don't. won't drink because I've had dreams the last couple of nights mm-hmm. of me going and pouring myself a pint of Guinness and just housing it. Dude, not play dirty, too. You do. I like. Yeah, this son of a bitch. He walked in here with peace, love, and little donuts. Because <laughs> he knew him on the diet, and he's like, "Hey, man, you want a donut?" He's like, "Actually, no. You weren't even. The, you were even more subtle. You're like, hey, which one do you want? You son of a bitch." It cracks me up when people are on diet and you walk around with really good food. So is this is this an agreement? You will get your nipple pierced. Absolutely. And I, if I drink alcohol before March first, I will get my nipple pierced. My word, one hundred percent. I will get my nipple pierced. What is what is wrong with us? I don't know, honestly. I don't we we got we got the rush because we got the payoff finally. Yeah, and now we want more payoff. Well, now we've got an in-house piercer, Dan from Southside Studio. Uh, it's Southside Tattoo. I'm sorry, Southside. It is, tattoo. and if you go to Southside Tattoo and you mention the Crowley Show, you get ten dollars off belly button piercing. It's a good deal. Gary tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. The Eagles had key calls go their way, whereas the Steelers got exactly zero calls. The touchdown to Clement was iffy at best. Clearly bobbled the ball and foot was on the chuck, but they got the call and the TD. The Ertz play similar to Jesse James, but I guess James wasn't a runner. Equals Eagles win. Yeah, we've been over all that. In fact, we just spent the entire segment saying those exact things. The Patriots got no help from the referees in this game. They got help all season long. Coming up next... the hottest take of the day it's other crap and tom's degenerate gambling pick of the day but before we get to that did you happen to catch the ram trucks commercial in the super bowl it was bad ass there were vikings real vikings from iceland and they got dragged all the way to minnesota in a ram truck it was really funny at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. Really funny at the end. So check out the full version on YouTube.com and search Ram Trucks. That's YouTube.com, Ram Trucks. There's a sweet new version of We Will Rock You that I had never heard before. Some might even say bitchin' version. Check it out. YouTube.com, search Ram Trucks. Crowley Show. My wife just texted me and she goes, oh my God, Pikachu. (laughs) We do this thing with our dog. She hates peekaboo. So we put our hands over our face doing the peekaboo. And we go, Pika. Pika, Pika. Pika. Pika, Pika. Pika, Pika. And we go, boo. Pikachu. And she freaks the bleep out. So she just texts me and goes, Pika. At least my wife's a good sport about it. 
I just found this out about my little Pikachu. That anytime I pull on my Pikachu, it feels weird. You go blind doing that. Your puppies die whenever you pull your Pikachu. It's time for the hottest take of the day. Ready, Joe? It's time for the hottest take of the day. The Super Bowl should be played on a Saturday. It just makes too much damn sense. The whole country watches. A hundred million. Not the whole country, but most of the country watches. Pittsburgh got a really nice number, by the way. Right behind Philadelphia. Almost the same amount of people watched here as there in terms of percentage. So, good on you, Pittsburgh. We're the better football town. We're just not the champs. That being said, everyone watches. Everyone partakes in some alcohol consumption. And it is the day, other than Thanksgiving, where we consume the most calories. So you wake up on Monday. If you're not somebody who lives in one of those cities that participated in the game, And you've got to go to work. You have to go. You have to be there. Unless you had the wherewithal to take off. There's a bunch of hungover sons of bitches. There's a bunch of people who are in food comas, not doing their job. Then there are the select few who take the day off. So business around the country fails. The stock market plunges like it did today. And yes, I'm reporting exclusively here on the Crowley Show. It's because the Super Bowl happened yesterday and nobody wanted to do their damn job today. And in the cities, following the game, everyone gets off. And they don't go to work. So I am going to say, from here on out, moving forward, Saturday is the day the Super Bowl should be played. Super Bowl Saturday, put it at 7 o'clock, keep it in prime time. Everyone who watches now will still watch. And then it doesn't screw everyone's Monday up. I can drink as much as I want and not feel bad about looking my boss in the eye the next day. I got it. That was the hottest take of the day. Day, day, day. What do you think about that one, Brian? Good stuff, man. Yeah. I agree with you. Sunday's much better to like. And here's the whole thing. If I could add, just I know. The, add to it. Baby. I know we ended the whole thing with the with the outro there, and it's all done. But I'm going to keep going a little bit. One, there's revenue to be had. There's all these big breakfasts with your family in town. Oh, Everybody yeah. going out, hungover, and eating. There's a whole other layer of ad ability here. You know, you can you can get ads in there to send them to breakfast the next morning. You can. Not only that, with everybody in town, you got a Sunday, you might want to drink a little more. Oh, yeah. Have a Bloody Mary, that sort of thing. Wake up. Little mimosa. So I think that's perfect because then it becomes a true Super Bowl weekend. You get the beginning of it that's Friday where you kind of ramped up, you're ready to go. It's coming up tomorrow. The work week's over. You go through the game. Then you've got all of Sunday to sit there and kind of regroup, recoup. Get all your takes together so we don't have to hear stupid takes like Tom Brady should have had tape on his hand. And... We can have a better Monday as sports radio uh, entertainment. I think all in all, Saturday is a better deal. Plus, I don't want to get up freaking early the next day after the Super Bowl because, you know, got to stay up, got to see what people tweeted, got to see who got in trouble, got to see which ad made the most waves and who's offended by what. I, I mean, there's a lot to do after the game. We have to redo hottest take of the day. 
Because I just got a tweet that is by far the hottest take of the day. Ready, Joe? It's time for the hottest take of the day. I tweeted out, how do the Eagles beat the Patriots with a backup quarterback and the Steelers can't beat them with a Hall of Fame quarterback? Cookiehead Jenkins tweets, Ben's no Hall of Famer. Eat my shorts, Cookiehead Jenkins. Seriously, Ben's no Hall of Famer. He's won two championships. He's jettisoning up the touchdown and yardage list. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Maybe not first ballot, but his ass will be in. There's not even a debate to be had there. I got it. That was the hottest take of the day. And see, Adam, that right there is why you should have it on Saturday to give that guy all of Sunday to think about not being stupid. Yes, just take a break, take a breath, put your feet up, relax, have that mimosa, have that Bloody Mary, and try to put the stupid back in the cookie jar. Oh, see what you did there. Yeah, I got cookie head Jenkins. (laughs) How about them chocolate chips? Shack and macaroons. I like that better. Yeah. Ed tweets. Maybe Brian's hot take outro gave him the blood clot. Just shooting the blood pressure right on up. Okay, look, I do, I'm not taking credit for that. That is all Joe right there. Now, I just, I, I merely, I can't take credit for that. Woo! Now that I can take credit for. Other crap. We got six, baby. We got six. As much as I hate when Steelers fans do this, as much as I hate living in the past, let's count the Steelers Lombardis right here on the air. Tom, you want to help me with this? Okay, here we go. Let's go one, two, three, four, five, and six. How many do the Patriots have? I think it's five. It's one, two, three, four, five. Huh. And Philly. One. Together, that is. Six. Which is as many as the Steelers have. (laughs) Yeah. We still got a monopoly on them Lombardi bitches, baby. So step back. Woo! Other crap. This is us. Is crying porn. That's all it is. I watch the show because I have to watch the show. But every commercial break, I look at my wife and I say, why the hell do we do this to ourselves? Because all it is is trying to get you to cry. It doesn't feel like there's any emotional equity you have to invest into the show in order to cry. You just know you're going to cry. They don't build it up to anything. They've been doing this slow build, but we've known this guy's going to die forever. Spoiler alert, Jack dies. He dies in a house fire. Oh, my God. He dies. And we've known for a long time, but they make it a slow roll. He comes out of the fire. He's fine. He has to go back in and save his girl's puppy. So they they get you to try to think, oh, maybe they're not going to kill him off. Like we weren't going to friggin' know that he was going to die. He's dead. They cried about it for the last two years. It's crying porn. That's all it is. All they want to do is make you cry. They don't want it to be good. 
They want you to cry, and in you being so emotional, you think it's good. Woo! Other crap. Can I give a special shout-out to the guy who had the hardest game of the night last night? Wasn't Brady losing. It wasn't Harrison not getting his ring. It was Rodney McLeod who took a face full of scrotum from Brandon Cooks. That Remember that nasty. leap, man? That, was that is not a good place to be. It is not. Sorry. Had to had to give a shout out. See, I would game. have taken that as a win. Woo! Other crap. I've heard oh, yeah, it, yeah. at least five people and seen at least a handful of tweets. That say, oh, Steelers fans, you should have been rooting for the Patriots to win because maybe Tom Brady would have retired. Guys, no matter what happened in that game, Tom Brady wasn't going to retire. Tom Brady's trying to play till he's 45 no matter what. He wants to prove it to himself. He wants to prove to the world that he can do something that other people just don't do. It's not about winning or losing. He wants to win, but it's about being able to compete at the highest level that long into his life, which people don't effing do. Last night's game had no impact on whether Tom Brady's playing five years more or not. Woo! Other crap. West Virginia basketball's back, baby. Yeah, that's right, they're back. They're not ranked as high as they once were. But they got their biggest conference win since 1957 by destroying a pretty good Kansas State team by 38. Tonight they take on the Frost, Trey Young, and they're going to slap his ass around. That's other crap. Woo! Other crap. Don't drink any beers during the game. I will not. It's time for Tom's Degenerate Gambling Pick of the Day. We don't have... Any production for that. Tom, did you happen to be successful in your Super Bowl bets? Uh, I was not. 0 for 2. You did the national anthem? Over on the anthem and the Patriots. When you found out Pink was sick, did that get you a little nervous? A little nervous, yeah. She was going to try to blast through through it? it, Yeah. I thought it was fabulous. Oh, she still did a great job. Oh my god, she killed it. She spit out gum right beforehand? Fabulous. And you didn't pick the Eagles, did you? I did not. What do you got for us I, I tonight? I took your advice. I took the Patriots. Yeah, whoops. Tonight we're taking Louisville. We're going with birds tonight since we didn't take them last night. Cardinals at home against Syracuse. Syracuse thinks this year. They're given seven. They're oh. them by 15. Oh, that's a great pick. Thank you. I've seen Syracuse a couple of times. You saw them in person. They pick covered. are trash. Tomorrow on the show, me, Pikachu, Brian, and Tom, we'll see you at four. Yeah, and special welcome to Pikachu, the newest member of the Crowley Show. I'll have Vince Commonal on from five o'clock until six. Big day here as the Pittsburgh Penguins welcome back the ghost of Mark Andre Fleury. I'm gonna go rub this Pikachu down. Talk to you tomorrow. Pikachu.